Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Mark and Phil here once again to talk investing, finance, and retirement. And we've got some top money mistakes uh, in retirement planning. So we actually kind of put together a list of 20, uh, but we're not going to drag you through all 20. We're just going to do 10 uh, and we'll see. Here all day. Yeah. And I think we're going to do this over two two shows as well. So uh, so we really would kind of get, maybe we'll come back and do the other 10 on a, on a later set, but we'll see how it goes. So we're going to start with five, I think today, right, Phil, we're going to take the first five yep, and then work. Uh, next week we'll do the next five. So uh, anyway, thanks for being here. As always, we appreciate your time. We're going to get into some good stuff because obviously it's a complex world with, you know, finance and retirement. And certainly right now the world is even goofier than ever. And it seems more complex yeah. than ever. Uh, I know that every, you know, few years we tend to say that it seems like if everything's harder and stranger than ever before, but uh, I don't know, it's a little weird out there right now. So we're going to get into some of these things and hopefully help some stuff out. What's going on, my yeah. friend? How you doing? Doing really good. Yeah. Summer, summertime is a, uh... On the way, I think the weather's finally uh, leveling off. Yeah, well, that's good. Still got the camper in the shop. Haven't got that out. Oh yet. yeah, hopefully, hopefully I get it out this week. So it's oh, getting this, close. Okay. Well, yeah, because it's yeah, we're taping this. Uh, it'll be Memorial this weekend. Memorial so. weekend, yeah. yeah. So fortunately, yeah. we don't have any any uh, camping planned this. No weekend. plans. Okay. I, my wife's got a honeydew list project going. So gotcha, gotcha. Well, I've redesigned the studio just a little bit, so I'm standing now to be a little more uh, heart healthy and, and and all that there good stuff. Go. So I had to paint the wall and raise the thing up, and I built myself a little shelf right here uh, that you can't see, but uh, it, it doubles as my podcasting station. I got all my stuff mounted, and then I can also work on my guitars on this little shelf at a standing height. So. Nice. Uh, yeah. So we're working. We're moving right along to. I, I have a. I have a honeydew list too, but it's my own list. So I don't know if that's. <laughs> I, don't, I don't guess that's a honeydew list. I guess that's a me do list. It's a you do list. A mark do list. That's right. But uh, and it's and you know and the money's racking up on it too. It's like so I'm redesigning a whole bunch of stuff, building an extra room. Oh, it's crazy. And it's amazing how stuff gets away from you, right? Uh, yep. And so uh, that might be one that might be on our list, how you know projects can kind of get out of hand or something. So we'll, we'll let's get into it and see what we got on this list here. Um, we're going to start with the basics, though, I think here, Phil, with the first five, right? Sure. Uh, tax implications. Let's just start there because, you know, who knows? I mean, the debt ceiling conversation continues on. I mean, I just saw something the other day that they were saying, well, hopefully they're getting very, you know, I don't know. They're, they're getting very threatening with things. Well, hopefully we won't yeah. have to, to cut Social Security if we don't fix the debt. See, and it's like, really? Is that the first place yeah, you, you should go be going? For, yeah, exactly. Right. It's like, come on. It's just that's just inflammatory. It's just a way to get people right. to call their congressmen and say, you better make a deal or, you know, whatever the case is. But regardless, we know we got tax problems. Thirty trillion dollars is out of control. Right we got to raise taxes at some point and they are raising, but if you're not thinking about like they're raising because they're going to revert if they do nothing. Right. Correct. But if yep. we're not thinking about tax strategy and tax efficiency and planning in retirement, uh, then we're making a mistake. Absolutely. I mean, taxes has always been one of those things that uh, I think is overlooked in retirement. You know, most people, Go on a lot of rules of thumb in retirement planning, you know, taxes, the, the rule of thumb there. Right. So I'm going to be in a lower bracket in retirement, right? It's always been the, the thought. Um, and for some people, maybe, you know, but sure. the reality is for most, um, especially if you're prepared for retirement, you know, you saved well, you, you have, you know, enough income and assets can accumulated to, to be able to live a comfortable retirement. Right. Chances are you're not going to be in a lower bracket, even if taxes don't end up going up. 
you know, so um, understanding the true tax cost of retirement, what that looks like and planning for it ahead of time, you know, looking at options today to, to minimize that. Yeah. And so, you want to be efficient with it for yourself, right? Because it's so we can keep right. as much, but, you know, even, even thinking about, um, you know, the legacy portion, it's still important to do that there as well, whether it's on right. your radar to do legacy or not, get tax efficient, man, like get the start, start going down this path. Right. I mean, it's, it's something that you want to, like everything in retirement, don't ignore it. Don't, don't yeah. make general assumptions, run the math ahead of time to see what does it really look like? Yeah. And that's what we help our, all our clients do is, you know, run that, what we call our base scenario first. Hey, if we do nothing, just let things happen. Do you have enough? Does it work? Um, and what does the tax ramification look like overall? If taxes don't go up other than what's on the books today, the, you know, the expiration of the 2018 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, if that expires, taxes go up in, in 2026 as they're um, supposed to, what does it look like? You know, so this is the do nothing scenario in the biggest risk. There is a lot of time for a surviving spouse. Yeah. You know, when oh, you get yeah. into that whole yeah, widow's yeah. penalty concept of going from married, finally joint to single and, and everything that happens in that scenario. So, well, you know, we, we cover, you know, unfortunately, like your world consists of six or seven really big topics, right? Right. Uh, and so we talk about them just about every week in some form or fashion. We yep. try to find different ways to to highlight stuff and, and bring them to folks so that hopefully at some point, right, you know, because you know how humans are, we're all the same way. Sometimes we have to hear things 30 times before we go, yeah, before I should probably do hits. something it's about like, that. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and certainly taxes is one of those. And, and so security is on the list, of, of course, right, as always. Right. Uh, and that's, that's another big top you know, you know, I guess 10, if we're doing 10 over two shows, mm -hmm. money mistake, because you could be talking about a couple of hundred thousand. I think that's the part that people maybe get blown away by when they, yes. if they don't come in and sit down with someone like yourself, right? They think, well, I'll just turn it on early because the government owes me and it's going to run out and all this stuff. We I'd hear, rather spend their money than my spend, money. Yeah, every know. excuse that we've heard. Yeah. And, and yep. you don't realize that, and maybe that's the right decision, but you don't realize that you could be costing yourself like a couple hundred grand. Right. Yeah, you, again, it comes down to understanding the, the math and running the numbers. When I'm working with clients, I mean, I always tell them, look, as we're going through this planning process, my goal is to provide you the facts, right? The information right. so you as you're looking at these various decisions, know both sides of the equation, right? If, if I do it this way, this is what it looks like. If I do it this way, this is what it looks like versus, well, you know, I've, I've got a buddy or everyone I know, oh, they're, they're saying file early because it's going broke or whatever it is, yeah, right? They're, yeah. they're making decisions based on hearsay. Yeah. The guy on YouTube with a hundred thousand views says to take it. So I <laughs> that's right. You know, I found this new TikTok thing and you know, they telling me on there that it's like, come on, seriously, where are you getting your, your financial education? And I say that totally tongue in cheek, realizing that we're on YouTube, right, you know, exactly. but you are also in the trenches, right? I mean, like everything now yes. in the modern world, these things are a form of um, hopefully information and education for clients and potential clients. And it's also a marketing tool. Let's be honest, right? It is what it right. is. But, you know, you're in the trenches every day where sometimes some of these people that are making these statements and comments, they're not even a licensed professional, you know, right. and it's like, that's a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. You've got to um, understand where the person's coming from. You know, I always say whenever you're looking at somebody or some place for information, 
understand what's the purpose of them doing it, right? right. I mean, the news, same thing. You you think that the news is to give you the news. No, the news is to sell advertising. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the main source. That's what they do, right? You, you're the, the means of getting viewership so that the advertising makes money. So, so yeah. you know, they have to be intriguing to you so they get the, the eyes to sell the ads. Yeah. I mean my um, brother We is, don't sell ads here. So. Right. right. There you go. <laughs> my brother's is a is a pretty knowledgeable car guy, but I'm mm-hmm. not having him, you know, change my brakes and the brake and the master brake cylinder and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff because it's not his job or his career or career or profession. And I know there's right. a lot of at home mechanics. I'm not knocking at home mechanics, but I'm not trusting my specific life and my wife's life to my brother doing my doing my brakes. Right. Right. Uh, right. Even though I know that, you know, I, I trust him to help me do some minor things, but not a brake overhaul. And it's right. the same kind of thing. Right. So just be careful of where you're getting your information from, because when it comes to Social Security, starting too early could be a, a mistake. Yeah, run the math and, and understand pros and cons. And there's a lot of options when it comes to Social Security, especially for a married couple and how you combine those benefits. Yeah. You know, just because one of you files early doesn't mean both both yeah. should or, or have to. Yeah, maybe the strategy is you one know? goes early, one goes late. Right. And, and I see with Social Security, a lot of times people get confused with the concept of quote unquote retirement mm-hmm. and filing for Social Security. I mean, those are two separate, somewhat unrelated decisions, right? I mean, you can retire and not file for Social Security. Yeah. You know, so I mean, they don't have to be at the same time. You know, it's okay. all comes down to a plan, yep. you know, run the numbers, have a plan for yourself, for your specific scenario, know the pros and cons, make an informed decision so that as you're looking at these options, you can say, oh, you know, I've, I've looked at that, you know, your buddy says, oh, I'm filing early. You know, why are you waiting till right. 70? You can say, Hey, I've run the numbers. And you know, for me, it just makes sense. Yeah. You do you. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so let's do number three that, here. So focusing right. on rates of return versus mm-hmm. income streams. Now this was certainly a problem two years ago when the market was still screaming along, screaming me yes. for 12 years, right? It's easy to get sucked into that rates of return. And we've talked about this before, but you know, really maybe focus on what you need to drive the plan, which helps you as far as the you know rates of return. And then maybe you don't have to take as much risk, especially in volatile times, right? Right. And then have that income streams. Are, are those income multiple, hopefully, income streams? Because that's what you need. Yeah, you, exactly. You can't have just one. It should have multiple. But it, again, it comes down to mindset. And this is Understandable, right? Same thing with taxes. It's during your working career, it's always been saving taxes. You look at it as today, you know, I'm, I'm lowering my tax bracket today. Oh, I'm on a higher bracket today. I'm going to save the lower bracket today. Same concept happens with, you know, saving for retirement, the, the earnings. You're always looking at growing that balance, growing that balance, growing, you know, I've got time. I want to right. grow it as much as I can. Again, with comfort level, what you're, you know, comfortable with in that volatility, but the focus is on growth. Which when you get to retirement, you can't ignore growth. Hopefully you've got 20 to 30 years in retirement. So you you have to have some growth potential. But the focus now needs to shift from, I'm not accumulating and growing that bucket. It's about how do I take what I've accumulated now make it income to me in the most efficient, you know, both from a, a volatility standpoint and a tax standpoint. Yeah. So again, it's just a mind shift and understanding what is it there for, which often I see this is a struggle for clients because you get used to saving, right? Oh, yeah. It's, what do you mean? I'm, I'm, I got to spend it. I don't want to spend it. 
Well, it's what you saved it for. Right, right. You got here. Enjoy it. Right. But that, sometimes that's it right. is a hard animal to sometimes, you know, uh, get people's mind to flip over on. And, and I right. guess really feel my next one. Actually, we could have probably put these two together. But um, when we we're talking about rates of return is and that's just mm-hmm. being too aggressive or too conservative. And and it happens with these volatile times. Right. So yes. everybody wanted to be really aggressive again for the last 10 years. Right. Prior 10 years, 12 years. Uh, but now everybody's like, let me get super conservative. You know, and it's you can't walk. I don't think you should be walking in either or. It's like our political landscape anymore. It's like everything has got to be hard right. left or hard right. All, it's all like, these extremes. What happened sides? to finding yeah. like some middle ground, right? Yep. Yep. Yes. I mean, it's, again, one of those concepts. Of, oh, I'm in retirement. I've got to be more conservative. You know, right. I, I got to, I can't take risks with my money because this is all I have. It's the which tried I get true. Yeah. Absolutely understand that. You're don't have you know, 10 more years of work if you, you know you have everything in a 2008 type of scenario and you lose half of it you don't have 10 to come back mm-hmm. you're this is it i that that's perfectly understandable but again you have that growth side you have to have you've got 20 30 years in retirement so it has to be a balance you know you have to have some money and, and we've talked about this a lot but our approach is bucketizing money mm-hmm. You know, there should be some that is more conservative so that as you're spending that income stream, you know, that is going to have a different investment strategy because you don't want to have the volatility and lose money in that bucket as you're spending, but you have to have some of it set up for long-term growth that that naturally could have some more volatility because now you have time. So again, it's, it's a mind shift, right? You have to... Not like in retirement, think of all the money as one big bucket, you know, and say, okay, well, while I'm saving for retirement, it's all aggressive. Now that I'm retired, it's all conservative. You yeah. know, it, and I can see that being a challenge whenever we're shifted. when we're putting it in into like just maybe a 401 or something. We're like, well, no, it's in one bucket, right? Right. I mean, that's again, it's it, it's understandable because it's perspective. Yeah. You know that that's your perspective. You're coming out of 20, 30 years of work. Yeah. That's how you viewed it every day. You look at a 401, hopefully not every day, but you know, you're Don't looking at your 401k yourself. as you should on a, on a regular basis, right. not daily because it's going to make you nuts, but you know, watching what's going on and watching that grow. Yeah. You know, maybe you had a number in mind that I want to hit, you know, this million to whatever it is your number, you know, that you're kind of focusing on and in the growth side of it. Now you've got to, to shift but that doesn't mean take everything conservative either well and yeah and that's why you know even using that for just a single 401k analogy maybe it's not the Mm -hmm. best idea just to have you know the one thing right we're kind of taught hey go to work get the job pump in the 401k but there's so many other investment vehicles out there that can certainly uh help with the bucketizing as well right so and and help with the tax bucketizing yeah, especially as we get into, we talked about the income streams. I mean, there are several options and how do you now take those assets you have and convert them into generating income streams? Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and really that's one of the, the mindset shifts as you get to retirement is it's not just this big bucket of money I've been accumulating. How do we now shift that into this income stream? Looking at risk from your standpoint, you still have to understand what your comfort level is because you never want to, even if it's in a later bucket, into something more aggressive than, than what you're going to be comfortable with because worst decision you can make is do that and then all of a sudden we get into a you know a 2022 2020 20, 2008 scenario and you're at the bottom saying okay just i can't do this get me out yep exactly you know, and that, that's 
the wrong decision to make. So you need to understand your personality up front, your culture up front, and adjust accordingly. That's yep. where an advisor can help. You know, so oh yeah, for sure. And walk you through that. So. And that's a great place to kind of finish off with our uh, with our fifth point here. That's where a professional and advisor can help versus, you know, your family or your friends or yes. your buddy at the golf course or, you know, whatever the case is. They all probably mean super well. And maybe some Absolutely. of the moves they made worked for them. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Absolutely. And it's funny. I was just reading. Um, they came up with the 2023 retirement confidence survey. They do this survey every year, like 2,500 households, some retirees, some workers, you know, to get a good blend. Um, but the number one source of financial information at 40% was friends and family. 40? 40%. Wow. You know, the, now granted, second was 34, 34% was the, an advisor, professional advisor. Oh, you know, and then, um, and I don't know how they came up with because these percentages didn't add up. But then they had another thirty-six, basically do it yourself, the internet. You know, doing your research online. But I mean, just looking at those top three, so you've got somebody trained that this is their career, what they focus on. This is you know they hopefully the advisor they're working with knows if it's a retirement focused advisor, all the ins and outs of that strategy. Right. You've got friends and family that. I have no idea. They're in the, the same bucket or boat with you, right? This is their first time, hopefully only time retirement. They're probably doing the internet thing too. Yeah, and exactly. Where are they getting their information? Well, that's the internet, and the internet is, I mean, the, the, yeah, who knows what's it's out wild there. It's wild west, yeah. Yeah. So you've got to really understand where you're getting your information. Yeah. And it's what you want to, to your point of your breaks, is that you want to put your retirement security in that, right? Oh, well, my buddy, he's doing great. Well, okay, your buddy got a pension. Both of them have high social security benefits. Right. They don't right. need it. the assets that they've accumulated. They really don't need it. That's fun money. Yeah, I mean, that could you be know, right. For, the, that could be the trigger right there, right? That could be certainly the trigger right there. It's like, oh, well, you know, he's got a pension and you don't. That's 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 a huge right, difference. Right. Yeah, you can't. Friends and family, they're great to talk to about sports, about fun stuff, you know, whatever your hobbies are. Um, finances, maybe to some extent, you know, hey, they're not, not knocking. There are some people that are oh, yeah, very good. good at this. But you have to understand their situation, which they're probably not going to share with you. You don't know yeah. in your situation. And that's where an advisor comes in is because that is our first stepping stone, so to speak, is understanding that, right? As a fiduciary, I have to understand what is your scenario? Yep. The advice I give you is going to be totally different probably than the other, another client because their scenario is a little different. So it's a lot of similarities, but you've got a different situation than they do. Yeah. And I'll finish with, I'll go back to the car analogy and maybe I've used this before. I don't know, but with you saying yeah. the word fiduciary, we'll finish with this. Um, you know, you have to do the right thing for the person up front. And you right. think that that's something that should be applied to every business everywhere, all the place, all the time. Right. But there's also the suitable factor in the financial yes. world. Well, if it's well, it's technically suitable. So I recommended it. Yes. And, and, and again, if you're thinking about having your car serviced, you don't want someone to say, you know, I fixed the tire. It should be suitable to get you there. Right. And it's like, yes, right. no, I want to make sure that. Yeah. Chances. 
it works. So. Yeah, I want to make sure that it absolutely works to get me there. So uh, it's a funny little rule. You'd think we'd have that really for just a business in general. But, uh, <laughs> hey, money makes people do funny things. And that's why we do the conversations that we do. That's why we do the show. Yep. Uh, and that's why Phil you know, helps people. been helping people for many, many, many years. So if you've got some questions and need some help when it comes to making or not making big money mistakes in retirement, make sure you reach out to a qualified professional like Phil. You can find him online at philstaxhacks.com or call him at 248-888-7530. Again, 248-888-7530. Numbers on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. But if you're listening, there you go. Uh, and again, philstaxhacks.com. All right, my friend, I'll let you get out of here. We'll do the next five next time. Thanks for hanging out. Sounds good. All right, we'll see you later right here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.